Episode 74, Food Confusion. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I am a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in helping you gain a stronger body and mind. And I'm excited to help you discover your healthy self. Let's go. Hello, my friends. How are you today? I'm really excited and honored and just super grateful for today. And when I'm recording this day, it is my mom's birthday today. So kind of exciting, kind of brings back lots of memories. And if anyone doesn't know, she passed away almost two years ago. So, um, but today I will incorporate how my mom really plays into this podcast, but I do want to just share about my experience today. And it first started with um, the fact my kids are gone. My awesome dad has taken my kids backpacking as he celebrates my mom's birthday. And he's celebrating and honoring her and the life she lived. And each of the grandkids on their backpacking trip, they have, they're going to take um, a little devotional in the morning or at nighttime and share stories about grandma. And I'm going to share something that's really I'm grateful that she brought into my life in this podcast as I talk in a minute. But anyway, so my kids are all gone this weekend. I mean, my husband are out walking and our dog this morning and I just see all these sunflowers and I'm like, my mom is scattered everywhere. And as I think of her today, I'm so grateful that she, everywhere you look around in my life now, I see my mom and how her goodness is scattered everywhere, just like sunflowers. But anyway, so I'm walking my dog and then I went out biking and I knew it was my mom's birthday. And sometimes it's interesting with grief. You don't know if it's going to make you teary eyed or if it's going to make you grateful. There's just different waves and different levels of feeling it. But anyways, when I was out biking for my few hour ride, my couple hour ride today, well, it was like three hours <laughs> ride. However that means, but I was so grateful because I think she was there with me in in some way, helping me celebrate her birthday and helping me just have all these beautiful ideas. And, and I, I took a picture that I was, I just took a picture because I was just feeling her really close and just like the beauty around me. And I looked at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm glowing when I think about her and her life and celebrating her. And not even the fact that that she's gone, but that she's with me in a different way. And the things that I learned, you know, physically when she was here, and then now the things that I'm learning as I'm, you know, when her her presence is closer, when she's with me, and how I feel like she's a part of Team Elevate in other ways, but I was having all this clarity and all these things that I was creating in my head. And I think it's because she's sometimes just helping me have all these ideas. So it was like such a fun celebration ride today as I thought of her. So as I'm thinking of her and I was thinking about my podcast all at the same time, one of the things and the topic we're talking about today is food confusion is that she was such the epitome of helping me through my food journey so that I didn't get stuck in food confusion throughout my life. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, though, because I think so many times we we get to that place. And I'm going to share like a little bit of my mom's story, and then I'll share my story and how it all kind of fits together. But 
when, and again, I've shared some of it, but when she, um, it was 18 years before she passed away, she had this really complicated thing happen in her stomach. I don't know all the medical terms, but her stomach flipped inside, right? And it was life-threatening and she stayed alive. And after that, she didn't know what foods to eat. She didn't know, like the doctors had given her food, but it was, it wasn't working in her stomach. She wasn't able to digest food and the foods they gave her was not going to work if she wanted to stay alive and, and have, you know, a happy life and not be sick all the time. And so in this situation, she could have in this place been like, I'm confused. I don't know what to eat. I guess I'll just stay stuck and live this life of being sick and not being able to digest my food and all these things, but grateful for my mom, grateful for her tenacity and for her determination and for her curiosity to dig deeper and figure out. She figured out the food to eat. She didn't stay in confusion. She got curious to figure out what foods would help her. And from that curiosity, she became so creative and you know, nowadays people know about raw food. They know about plant-based eating, but not then, not when she had this, this thing happen to her. And, um, it was in 2001 back a long time ago, 20 years ago. And she got really creative with her food. She got really creative with how she was going to put food in her body so that she could, while she was living, she could thrive and, really like enjoy all the things life would have to offer her. So she got creative in ways that she became, I mean, to the extent where she became a raw food chef chef, and she created this nutrient dense food, this plant-based food in ways that I wish all of you could have experienced and tasted because it is, is mouthwatering delicious because she got creative. And I I feel like it was one of her talents, but she got creative. And the other thing that we're going to talk about this is how we get to caring for ourselves when we don't get stuck in confusion and we look at it in a way people always tell me, I don't know what to eat. And I don't know, there's always conflicting ideas to eat this and eat that. And we will talk a little bit more about that. But when we set that aside and we get to more curiosity and then we get to creativity, we also get to caring about ourselves. When we can look at food as a way to care for ourselves food that we can learn to love and that our body loves too. It's a different way of looking at food. And then it's a different way of telling the story about the food that we put in our bodies. And I I work with my clients a lot on this, but when we care for ourselves and we care about our bodies, we care to work together, we create a different story instead of all the restrictive things we have to do and all these plans we have to follow and you know, I have to do this and I have to just be so rigid and da, 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 we tell the story. That's not caring to ourselves, nor does it actually make us want to stay on a way to create a food plan for life, right? And so in way of caring for ourselves and not staying in that confusion or all that heavy or all this restrictive all the way is we have to look at the story that we're telling. We have to look at to see like, if I could, if I, what would I be without that story? And I started telling a different story. How would that be caring? Just like when we have a child that's stuck, you know, when we personally get stuck in confusion and our child gets, say, literally stuck in a hole, we're not just like, well, just stay in confusion, just stay down there. We're like, how can I caringly help you get out of stuck, right? How can I help you not be confused or help you not be so frustrated or so restrictive and so heavy and, you know, like all the things we have to do and be like, how can I be caring to you? How can I help you? 
first be curious to get out of this hole. How can I be creative and getting you stuck out of here? And then how can we be loving and caring to like move forward to not have to be in this stuck place in this hole, but to be moving on the path down life, right? So I want us to look at it that way. I want to still see it from a different light. And in the same respect, honoring my mom because it's her birthday and telling stories about my mom. I won't, this is not a podcast about my mom and her stories, but this is the one I want to hone in on is that she helped me not stay in food confusion. She's the one who really helped me see it a different way. And I'm grateful for her. And if you don't have like a mom that did that, you don't have that like so awesome that like that's what I get to carry in her legacy that I get to help you with this that I get to you know you can come be a part of team elevate or get coached by me and we learn how to when we say we're not going to be confused anymore we're going to be curious enough we find ways to do it we find people to help us we find different avenues to go down so we don't stay in that confusion anymore and I want to share a little bit about my story where I'm so grateful that I used my mom's you know, I, I, you, I, I'm glad she helped me. I'm glad that I decided to not stay in confusion so that I could ask my mom, that I could see the things my mom did to observe him, to get creative and learning different ways. Because back when I was a cheerleader, um, like 13 or 14, I, I would just eat at, before we'd go cheer, I'd go to the vending machine and I'd get Cheetos, Mountain Dew, and that's what I'd eat. And I don't even know if I'd eat lunch during the day, if I just wait till I'm starving and I eat Cheetos and Mountain Dew. And then I remember that was, that was around the same time that I decided, I knew I was like trying to figure out my food, but that was the same time that I decided I didn't want to eat meat anymore, that that was not going to be a route for me. So it was around like eighth, ninth, eighth or ninth grade when I was like, I'm going to be a vegetarian. And I started figuring out what was going to work for me, but I was kind of dabbling in confusion. I didn't really know how to do my food. And then I got to like high school where I was like only eating an apple a day and I was kind of trying to figure out how I was going to do my food. But I didn't, I mean, I know my brain went to confusion. Our brain goes to confusion and it feels safe when it's a confusion because it kind of just stops us. And it's like, don't go try something new. But I'm so grateful that I didn't stay in that confusion or kind of that um, not really knowing what to do that I kept trying to be curious and get creative with my food because it's taking me where I am today. And for me, like, I, I don't look back and judge myself for doing that. Like, I'm not mad that I just used to eat out of a vending machine, right? <laughs> that's kind of what I fuel myself with. Or an apple, thinking that's even better, because that's on the same regard. That's not healthy just to have an apple in a day, right? But to think that, like, I didn't stop with my progress there, and just the same thing with my mom, that I'm so glad she didn't stop her progress when she didn't know how to eat the food that she could eat to stay alive, that she was curious enough to move forward, curious enough to get creative and cared enough about herself and how food could help us heal to get to the place she was. And that's where, as I look back on my journey, I'm so glad that like, even though I probably indulged a little bit in confusion that I don't know how long I stayed there, but enough that I got curious, enough that I wanted to see some difference and enough where I'm at now where like I've gotten to a place of clarity with my food that I I know that food is like something that I, I put food in that I love and I put that on the backside that my body loves and we're working together as a team. And I have clarity around food. I feel like there's confidence around food that I, I'm grateful. It's a gift for me. It's not a curse. It's not something that I don't know how to manage. It's something that I'm like, oh, we, this is a great thing in my life. And I, I have this positive energy coming in. And that's what I want to help 
you do today. Like, I don't want us to stay in that food confusion anymore. I want us to get, I'm going to give the three things that I've talked about. I'm going to give those three tips to in the, like all the way the return on that would be the clarity that we get around food. And so, yeah, I'm going to dive into that. And I want you to think about why do we say we're confused? Like why, what happens? What are the sayings? And, and I, love everyone that comes to me, but a lot of the times they come to me because they're confused. They're like, I don't know what food to eat. And you know, this person says to eat only this. And this person says only to eat that. And I don't know which one to eat. And I don't know how to prepare the right food. And I just, I'm just, I want to just, I don't deserve, like, I just deserve to eat whatever I want after I had a hard day. All those things come with confusion. And when we're confused, pause with me for a second and think, what are we doing when we're confused? Do we go and create and like decide how to make it all better? Or do we just stay where we are? Because our brain just like hard, like, I don't know what to do. And so we just do the old pattern, right? Our brain's like, you know what? You know what to do. Just do the thing you've always done. So we stay stuck. We don't actually move forward with our food. We just stay stuck there. And that's what I don't want to have you do today. I want, after listening to this podcast, I want you to get curious. If it's only the first thing, if that's the only thing you take away, the very first step is I want you to get curious because that'll, that'll like that trap of the confusion, that trap of, I don't know, it will release that enough for us, our, our, say we are trapped and pushed down by that. And like, um, a lid opens, then we can like at least see some light. We can see like, oh, there's other ways to look at this. I want us to start doing that because that is one of the biggest steps. And that's why with my clients, I'm like, listen, I just want you to write down what you think you want to eat. Just be curious, write it down. And then, and then the next call next to us is see what you actually eat. And this is the part where I tell people all the time, we, we don't want to judge this. Like we're going to plan our food, 24 hour plan. And then during the day when we have the 24 hours, we actually see what we eat. And then we can get curious to see like, oh, interesting. This is really interesting. I didn't really eat this. Or I, I, my breakfast and lunch are super easy to do, but my dinner's hard, right? We get curious to see what's actually happening. And when we put it on paper, Instead of our brain just being like, oh, I know what's going to happen in our brain. Our brain's not a very good judge at that point. We need to put it on paper, see it on paper, see, uh, make almost like a, like a screenshot of it on paper so that we can change it. That's why I have people write the 24-hour plan. That's the very st- first step in getting curious. And then I like to take it the next step that I like with food and people helping people get out of the confusion is to get creative. Because when we get creative, that's... Um, we take something that's inside of us and then we implement on the outside. It's helping us tap into the the front of our brain, not the habitual habit brain, that that's the back of your brain. It's like 95% of your brain does that back part. We want to tap into the front or the prefrontal cortex. We want to tap into that and get creative with our food. And a ways I like to tell people to do this is think about think about it from a new way. Like how can I create a new recipe? And if we're trying to, with, with my clients, I mean, I really like to help them get nutrient dense food, whole foods in natural foods, not the process chemically induced, a lot of chemically induced foods, right? Which is a lot of the other majority of the diet, people's diets. I'm like, how can we get these in? Let's be curious. Can we find a recipe that has us in or how can we bring more color into our food? And meaning that way, if we bring more color, natural color <laughs> would be from fruits and vegetables, right? That brings in this natural color and our eyes like to see color, right? So that's another way. Or I like to tell people, find a new kitchen utensil or gadget, which I love. And my mom was so notorious for every gadget possible. And now that she's passed away, my, husband, my dad's always like, do you want this kitchen gadget? Do you want, and she, she was so good to give me kitchen gadgets, but now 
we have a few kitchen gadgets that we're still trying to find a home for. <laughs> There's tons of them, but even cutting up, I have like a waffle cutter that you can cut vegetables with or a spiralizer or, you know, now I do uh, the air fryer or a way of doing Instapot or I got this new salsa maker that I talk about that I love. Just different ways to do our food that kind of just helps us be creative so we're not st- stuck in the same rut. But we can't get too creative unless we have the first foundation of curious and then we can get creative with our food. We can set our kitchen up in a way that we're not dabbling in confusion that we don't have all this chaos in the kitchen we have fruit out in front of us that's another way we put it on the counter or we put it first in the fridge we cut up fruits and vegetables that are front forward in the fridge and we just we just get all these ideas when we get out of confusion because we're curious then we're creative and the last thing that really I think is helpful when we're trying to you know, combat the confusion is a caring place for ourselves, because confusion usually brings up sometimes negative connotation. Like I'm confused. I don't know how to do this. I've never known how to do this. I guess I can't do this. I'm just going to stay in the same place. It's kind of really negative and heavy. We don't get anywhere. When we pop out of that, we like lift the lid off confusion. We get, you know, creative and we get to a place of caring. We want to care for ourselves. We don't want to like beat ourselves up anymore. We want to care about our food. We want to care about our body. We want to care about literally the things that we're generating in our brain. And people don't do this a lot. But looking at the story that we've generated for so many years, that's that's our past story that we're bringing into the present. And are we talking to ourselves in a caring way? Are we? Are we being like, this food's going to help me? This food is going to be a way for me to get to this future self that I want instead of like, oh, I can't eat this because I want to lose the weight, but I've never been able to, you know, or like I can do the beginning, but when I get to the middle, I can't do it. Or people say to me all the time, like, I, I know how to lose a little bit of weight, but I don't know how to keep it off. And so I better, I'm not even going to try anymore. All that is fine. But we, if we get aware that we, sometimes we don't know we're saying that, but if we understand that we're saying that and we get curious, creative, then we get to caring. We're like, I don't really know if that's the way I want to keep talking to myself. I don't know if that's the most loving way to myself. Because when we love it in a way where we want to be caring to ourselves, we want to start looking at food as a way to help care for ourselves more. We want to start telling things about ourselves that will help us to create our future self, not the same thing that's always happened in the past, right? So we look at it from a different way. Then this is the part that I love. We do those three things. Can We get curious, we get creative, we get caring, and then we get to clarity. We get to clarity and that's like the whole bridge we want to get to. We want to get out of the confusion, get to clarity. And then we start honoring ourselves. We start realizing that we do actually know what's best for our body, but we don't know that until we get to the other side. Like we bridge it to get over to clarity. And then we start saying like, if I say I'm going to eat this, I'm the one in charge. It's not this food, this urge that's calling me and that I'm out of control and I have to just eat this food or I'm so confused. I just stay here. We're like, no. I've learned. I've learned by ways that people have helped me. I've tried different things. Maybe they, I've failed, but I've gotten curious. I've gotten creative. I'm like, oh, let me try this. Or let me try another way. I'll keep trying until I get there. 
I'm loving myself along the way. I'm loving myself even when I'm human and I don't do it perfect. I'm caring for all those things. And then I have clarity. And then I start knowing that, listen, I'm just going to stay with this and I will continue to get clarity. I will continue to know the food that is best for my body, the best, the food that will really help me move forward in my life, that helps me to live the next level of my life. It helps me up level. And that to me is a beautiful thing. That is where... I mean, granted, I'm always trying to get better, but there's a lot of time in my life where I feel this clarity with food that I know what's the best thing to put in my body that's going to fuel my body the best way. And then I don't have to sit with all that drama that comes with the confusion and then getting frustrated about it in the end. I'm just like, this is something that's a part of me. I have clarity. Sometimes I don't even realize I have clarity because it's not, I don't have the drama anymore because I have, I know what I'm going to do. And then I can move forward with different areas of my life. And I don't have to think about food so much. It doesn't have to take up such a big part of my life. It could take up a part of my life in a way that I want it to, the way that I'm choosing to, the way I'm allotting it to, but not in a way that I'm out of control where I don't know what's happening. And it's just like food's taking over, right? And then I have that extra energy to put into everything else I want into my life. And then I don't, and I don't like to sit in confusion. I don't think anyone does. It doesn't really feel good. So I really hope that like you can understand that these three simple ways can really help us get out of confusion. And, and if we listen to social media, it will give us every option under the sun to try to choose to do a diet. And then we don't know which one to choose. And I say, you know what? Just get curious. Choose one. Let's work right from here. Exactly where you're at. Let's just, that's why I say, let's write a plan. Let's see what's happening right now. A screenshot is happening right now. And then we continue to fine tweak it. We continue to be curious. We continue to be creative. And we care about it all the way. Then we will get to where you want to. We will get that clarity. We will get this part of your life working the way you want. And it's a beautiful thing. So I really hope that just something you can get some nuggets out of here that you can, the food confusion, we can understand how to pull that back and realize like, I don't need to be in food confusion anymore. I can choose one of these things, move forward, get a little more clarity, take it to the next level and then start all over again, take it to the next level. And that's the beautiful gift in our life. And so as I'm wrapping up and I'm thinking about all the things that my mom did, I mean, this is just one small thing that she helped me realize I don't need to stay in food confusion. But I'm so grateful that she was in my life. I'm so grateful I get to celebrate her today. Grateful for that and for the way that she played such an instrument in my life. And this is the beautiful gift that I feel like I'm giving back on her birthday is that I get to carry on her legacy and I get to help other people do this in their life because she did this for me. And now I'm doing it for others. And I like, I feel like that's one of the most beautiful gifts that I can carry on for her is the legacy of the things she taught me. And then that she doesn't really have to necessarily like die. Like she carries on because of me and other people could now benefit from it. So it's really like, that's the gift I feel like I can give her on her birthday is continuing to help others along their journey and helping them with their food and helping them get to the next level of their life and live their life while they have the chance to be living. So Take all these in and tell me what you think. And I will talk to you guys all next week. All right. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates you every time? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. It is a monthly group coaching program where we coach on topics such as weight loss, exercise, and how to be an active participant in your daily life. We also talk about relationships with ourselves and with others and how to nourish and enrich those so we can expand and broaden our perspective in life. 
I like to compare it to a gym, but this program is working with your body and your mind. So come inside and see what it's all about. You can join Team Elevate through CamiBanks.com or you can get on my Instagram at CamiBanksCoaching and that's Cami with a K. Also, if you like this podcast, please follow it and share it with a friend and leave a review. And again, thank you for sharing your time with me. Bye-bye.